Newsweek presents The Debate with Andrew Tolman. Everything 100% of the time, 24 hours a day is a negotiation. Ellis Hennigan. None of us have fallen for the notion that this is conservative. Amani wells on Yoha. I'm completely fed up with whether it's politicized or not. And Jeff Charles. That distracts us from actually rolling up our sleeves. The Debate starts now. So, guys, I need some help on this thing. I, I am trying to keep all of the boycotts straight. And <laughs> this has gotten tough. I mean, there are so many boycotts right now. I mean, we all know about Bud Light, right? Uh, after uh, Dylan Mulvaney was hired as uh, one of the uh, hundred influencers who was out pitching to uh, Bud Light, uh, people up in arms uh, that, a, that a trans person would be in that role and uh, – Apparently, Kid Rock was offended. I know he's a man of, of delicate sensibilities, and he was offended. <laughs> and, and and pretty soon we had a big boycott against Anheuser-Busch and, and Bud Light, which which by all accounts is very effective. I mean, they got a lot of people not to order Bud Light and, and, and a lot of uh, bars to, to quit stocking it. And uh, Modelo Especial for, for at least a time that may be soon to change, but but was the literally the number one selling beer in America, replacing Bud Light. And, and, and that kind of morphed into a... Uh, a boycott of Target because someone noticed that uh, that this year, as in the previous 10 years, there was a Pride Month display in one of the aisles at, at the Target stores around the country. And uh, folks, uh, folks objected to that. Uh, we had the Barbie movie uh, boycott. I don't know how many of you all participated in that. I'll bet you not anyone who has young female children was able to participate in that. Uh, but uh, that Boycott, I guess, didn't really work as well. I know Barbie is uh, <laughs> yeah. just huge, huge uh, box office in America and uh, and around the world. Oh, oh, and the Disney, you can't forget Disney, right? Uh, coming out of uh, some of the disputes with Governor DeSantis there in Florida. Uh, most folks remember the uh, Disney raised some objections to uh to uh, some of Governor DeSantis's education policies, uh, the so-called "Don't Say Gay" bill, and which provoked a, a boycott on, on on Disney. My my point here is not to get us into a debate about whether each of those boycotts was justified. Um, as you can tell, maybe from my rendering, I'm not that sympathetic to to at least that list. Um, but I wonder whether this boycott thing which uh, today is, I would say, predominantly a conservative political tactic, but historically was really more of a tactic of the left coming out of the civil rights movement and uh, uh, people leading boycotts against uh, uh, businesses that were that were racially discriminatory or, or, or prejudiced in other ways. A, a tool that kind of, I would say, in the in the 20th century grew up on the left, now more captive by the right but I, I, I got to tell you, I, I'm, I think we got too many of them. I think they are a sign of intolerance. And maybe all of us, all of us ought to be needing to take a step back and be a little more uh, open on this. But, uh, Jeff, you want to you want to start out on this? I know you're thoughtful on this stuff of trying to get beyond this left wing, white, right wing fight and try and come up with some kind of principle about what's justified, what's too much and how many of these damn things are we going to follow? Yeah, really. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm, I believe that people should vote with their wallets. If you don't agree with a company's values, then then don't buy from them. You don't you don't have to buy from them. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't 
support and trying to use a government to force a business to do what you want it to do, like DeSantis did with Disney. But at the same time, you know, people can vote with their dollars. And you're right. It is kind of a right wing phenomenon right now. I mean, people on the left have been doing it, too. I remember with Goya Foods, when the CEO said something complimentary about Trump, they wanted boycotts, too. But by and large, (laughs) this is people on the right doing this. And I think, you know, as a tactic, you know, in Bud Light's case, it, it was successful. In other cases, not so much. And now if it, it, we're getting to into this paradigm and some conservative influencers have actually pointed this out, you can't boycott everything, right? I mean, and no company is going to line up 100% with your values. You may not like Disney, but I'm still watching Star Wars. I'm still trying to watch The Mandalorian. So, I mean, it, if they wanted it to be successful, then they would have to concentrate it maybe on one or two businesses. But now it seems like every time a company does something, quote unquote, woke, they're calling for boycotts, which is going to cause boycott fatigue if it isn't already happening already anyway. So to me, it's like it like like say with Skittles, I can understand that if you if you're marketing certain things to kids because who eats Skittles, kids, then I can understand why some would be concerned about that. Some but adults, I, I, this whole thing, some adults, business, <laughs> some adults, some adults, right. some adults <laughs> Skittles. I think you, yes. folks who haven't followed the Skittles, there's a package, a version of the Skittles packaging that has an illustration on it that may be a trans person. Is that the sin that was committed there? There's, yeah, that was one of the issues of uh, black trans lives matter. And they had some other stuff, too. And here's the thing. That's the thing. If you don't think it's appropriate for your kids, don't buy it for them. I mean, that that's even goes beyond boycotts. It's just if you don't want to buy the product, then don't buy it. But to me, it's when they publicize these things so much and they focus so much on it that to where it becomes a distraction from actual important issues. That, that's where I kind of have a problem with it, because it ends up looking really silly at, at a certain point. So, Monty, let me let me pull you in here. Jeff makes a point that, hey, it's your money. You should spend it wherever you want to spend it. Are there dangers here or is it really just a matter of market choice? Define danger. So that's (laughs) that's that's really what I'm trying to assess with these whole boycotts, because what is the point? Like, I feel like we are getting further and further away from inclusion. Like, what is so wrong about inclusion, y'all? Why are we calling everything that has somebody that is gay or black or something that is not the norm woke all of a sudden? Like, the work word is getting way more overused and it's starting to become more discriminatory than anything. And for the conservatives who really just hold these conservative values and this is just what you believe, more power to you, babe. You're free to believe whatever you want to believe. But the whole boycott thing and the whole publicly attacking and shaming and making a big deal just because something was included on a package of a brand that you support that was probably on the package one out of the nine million times they printed this package. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So when you're drawing attention to it, you're making yourself appear to be bigoted. And if that's what you're claiming that you're not, then I would probably just let the package slide, especially when it's a million of them. Just like Jeff said, don't buy that particular package if you don't want to. But if you're going to upload the picture, make a whole thing about him. Like, look at the Skittles. They're turning the kids gay. It's just not it's not helping your cause. You're kind of making a spectacle out of something that you claim to really believe. So I guess I want to know for the people who participate in these boycotts. Are you trying to be a spectacle? Are you trying to encourage people to be uh, discriminated against? Like, what is the ultimate goal here? Because it can't be just to hold your values because you can do that without creating the whole frenzy of the um of the protest i'll I'll tell you what the goal is amani the the goal is to own the libs that's what it is it feels good i mean if you can cause bud light to lose tons of revenue 
then your culture warriors, your influencers will count that as a victory. Meanwhile, your government under Republicans and Democrats is becoming more more powerful. It's amassing more power and yeah. influence. And you, you want limited government, but you're distracted by these boycotts. And even if I and I agree with a lot of these boycotts in principle. But to me, it's it's it, to me, I'm not counting it a major victory that Bud Light lost a, money, a lot of money. Bud Light's going to be fine. Andrew, let me let me hone in with you on what I think may be a distinction worth noting. Is there a difference between what Jeff is talking about with, hey, I'm going to spend my money where I want to spend my money and then organizing political boycotts designed to harm the the, the company that's selling it? Is, is, is one better or worse than the other? Well, I mean, you know, one is private discrimination or intolerance, and the other one is organized discrimination or intolerance. And Would you call them both intolerant? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're choosing to not buy a product because you don't like the values of the entity that makes that product, that's intolerance by definition. You're choosing to punish them through economic means, I and mean, that's an economic weaponization of of branding or values or morals or politics or whatever it is. Okay, lots of thoughts on this subject. Uh, first of all, let's get the obvious one out of the way first. Of all the candies on the planet, the most ripe to support LGBT issues has got to be Skittles. It literally says, taste the rainbow. Okay. I mean, <laughs> there's, you, you, you can't really observe that and think, oh, how dare they? It's such a brand mismatch. But now, that when is, you say taste, what exactly do <laughs> hey, you mean? Hey, it's in their slogan, right? But, but look, all, all that aside, I hate boycotts. Philosophically, I am a capitalist. I love the market economy. I love the fact that when I go buy a pair of jeans, I'm just looking for a good pair of jeans. When I go buy a car, I'm looking for a good car. When I go, you know, any product or service that I want, a good meal, I do not care about the religion of the proprietor. I do not care about the politics of the proprietor. I do not care about their sexuality. I care whether the food tastes good. That's capitalism. That works. That's tolerance. Actually, capitalism is a great mechanism for tolerance because as long as people aim for the best product at the best price, then it doesn't matter who's making it, whether it's the Jew down the street or the Muslim down the street or the white supremacist who's not in jail. He just happens to be a white supremacist. He's got a right to make candies and, and, and tires and, and, and you know, sweaters or whatever he makes too. buy his products. I don't care. The problem is. For so long, the left has so successfully weaponized values that these companies cater to the left and they all think there's no price to be paid by leaning left on the values. And so I, I laughed at the Bud Light boycott. I thought it was idiotic. I thought you really think that Coors and Miller are less pro-gay? They are every bit as much in on the, uh, the left social and gender agenda as anybody else. There's no improvement buying Modelio Special, but okay. It worked and I hated the whole thing and yet it works. And as Jeff said, now conservatives have a taste of pushback and there's this feeling like maybe this might balance reset a little bit and just get companies out of the business entirely. Stop being political values, social, just make Skittles, make the candies that taste good and I'll buy them. Don't donate a buck out of every bag to glad because even if I didn't care about the art, I'm not buying those candies for that reason alone. Everything's political now. I mean, it used to be that way. If you you just buy a product, if the, if the product was good or if the service was good. Now everything is politicized. I don't know if we can go back to that, Andrew. I, I agree with you, but now every company is expected to take a stand. You have the ESG movement pushing a lot of this stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised to see more companies that 
cater more towards conservatives. I'm already kind of seeing hints of that happening, too. So it, it's 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 like things are just becoming more politic, politically siloed. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing. It's a terrible so, thing. So Amani, it's terrible. Amani, I have a I have a theory that, that, that these companies really they're all they're not pro gay. They're pro green. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, but Bud Light wanted mm-hmm. to sell beer in, in cowboy yep. bars and in strip bars and in gay bars. They want to sell beer anywhere. Right. And so 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 maybe that's really a, a, a better way to look at it. Is that does that make sense? It makes sense. Like all of these people want their coins at the end of the day. Like Andrew said, it's capitalism, baby. They know that there's an audience for the gay Skittles. So they're going to sell the gay Skittles, just like there's an audience for everything else. And yeah, like y'all were saying, I, I just, I feel the same way. Things are hyper political lately. And I wish that wasn't the case, but I feel like because of social media and the TikTok and the Facebook and the, the meta and all of this stuff, it's making you have to have an opinion more and more. And, and there was a time where, we knew less about each other as people. Do y'all remember that time? Do you know, remember there was a time where you could like walk past somebody in the grocery store. You didn't know anything about them. And guess what? You simply never saw them again. Now they followed you on Twitter. They didn't, they didn't ping you on the Facebook. They didn't post you on the Instagram. It's a bunch of stuff going on. And I think that's requiring us to just give our opinions more often than we should. And I think that's trickled into business because they're saying they're seeing that everybody's talking about all these things 24 seven. And they're saying, well, this is my audience. I need to market to this audience. So let me get in on the conversation. And it's kind of getting out of hand at this point. So, I mean, I do agree that, yeah, we, we should all know a little bit less about each other, including, you know, some of the corporation's values. Um, But at the same time, I don't think a corporation being inclusive, one or two days a month is really the end of the world as far as um, their political values. And does it even necessarily mean that they really believe those things? Or like you're saying, Ellis, are they just trying to get their coin from that group? And as a capitalist, can we just respect them trying to get their coins? No, we can't. I mean, they, even if they put out a product, it's going to get politicized somehow. Ellis, you brought up the Barbie movie, movie right? Now, I, I haven't seen it. I don't plan to see it, but I've seen different takes on it. But I knew right when it came out what the reaction was going to be on the right. Oh, it's woke. It's woke, woke, woke. And then some conservatives saw it and said, well, it was it was actually pretty good. It, was, it wasn't all that woke. I saw just a few, but the rest were just saying, oh, they made a big show about burning Barbie in the trash can. If you're conservative you know what i'm talking dude, about dude some of us haven't seen it yet come on now no 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 <laughs> not, no no, no not in, the, oh, not in, in real movie. life i gotcha my yeah, fault yeah Thank there, you. there was a conservative influencer who made a big show out of burning barbie in a trash can because the movie was so woke and and when most people just saw the movie and they liked it they appreciated it, it it's done really well it i'm sure it has some political messages in there but by and large it's something that people can enjoy but it's like the people who want to politicize everything ruin everything Andrew, make one last pitch on this and save (laughs) me from my own inconsistency. No, 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 no. Listen, when you started, I thought genuinely and I still think you and I are probably in the same place. Okay, I I, maybe maybe. But but let me confess to one thing before before we get off of this topic. I I have one inconsistency, which is that all these recent boycotts. I mean, I think they're all idiots. uh, Honestly, we're agreed. Yes. But I still in my back of my head, I've got this kind of nostalgia for, you know, the good old boycotts, you know, back when we were we were integrating lunch counters. And uh, should I be less tolerant of that today? So the- I was actually thinking about that. Because I didn't bring it up. I was thinking, but I mean, we, they used to boycott for protecting our rights. Now yeah. we boycott beer because it had a transgender guy on it. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm with you there. There's something about the, let's call them the classic boycotts, right? The, the, you know, of the sixties 
it's pretty hard to look at, you know, a sit-in at Woolworths counter, right, to prove that they really need to be serving black people or the bus boycott or whatever. Today, it, it, I mean, it's hard to look at any of that and say that was misguided. But it's hard to look at anything that's happening today and think it's on target. It just all seems so ridiculous. And again, my my basic premise in all this is that uh, I think that you ought to try to buy the product that's the good product and not care who makes it. That's the beauty of capitalism is it separates the identity of the person from the product itself. Uh, that allows everybody to get along in a marketplace where we're not trying to prefer the white uh, maker of the whatever versus the black maker of the whatever, the Protestant or the Catholic or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so I think all of these things across the world. But I also want, I mean, I want a world, just look at how we do this debate. I want a world where you encounter ideas that uh, you disagree with. I want a world where you watch the movie that might make you uncomfortable. The movie that you, you might not like. The movie that might say things that you find offensive even. Because, you know, art sometimes will do that. Like, that's an okay, th- that's actually a good thing for art to do. Um, and in the case, of, and I got to say, in the case of Skittles, I'll just tell you, I've looked at these these rappers. The one of them with the rainbow vomiting out of the mouth and the rays of light that say, by ace for asexual, lesbian, queer, trans, and gay. I am never going to buy that particular package. Like, I would feel uncomfortable carrying that package around, also knowing that a buck of the proceeds goes to Glad. But if Skittles has the red package, the traditional right now, I'll, I'll buy that one. I do not care. Because they're not, you know, it's, it's not forcing me to brand myself as something. It's not forcing me to endorse something. It's just saying, hey, we got good candies. I'm like, I like good candies. That's good enough for me. But I'm not, I'm, yeah, you, you said, uh, you, when we talked about the, um, the website designer, Alice, I remember, you know, you wanting to sort of force people to accept all comers regardless of their viewpoints. And um, that's okay. I, I tend to disagree. I, I don't want to take away people's freedom to choose how to spend how they want. The freedom to be stupid and how you spend is fine. I want a more enlightened society that just doesn't think that's a good thing. You know, I don't want to force people not to buy what they don't want to buy, but I want people to buy things based on the thing, not based on who makes it. Well, Andrew, I think your tolerance message is very eloquent. I'm trying to get out of my head the vision of the rainbow vomit that you described so vividly. But thank you so much for the tolerance. you would like to be a part of the debate, email us. The debate at newsweek.com.